Okay, let's start this show off today by addressing the elephant in the freaking room. Okay, we have to address the elephant in the room. At first, I was not going to talk about Will Smith and Chris Rock at the Oscars, but I really feel like it's top of mind today. It is the discussion of the day. It is what people are already sharing as it relates to their thoughts and sharing other people's thoughts on the topic. So I I just feel that I do have something to contribute to this conversation, which I have two points and two points only. And those points will not involve my personal take on the situation, but two points uh in general, okay? So before I share those two points, let me start off by letting you know that as you listen to other people's opinions and viewpoints, you wanna know where these opinions and viewpoints are coming from. When people have an opinion about something, it's based on their beliefs and values or their experiences or their desires or their fears, okay? So anytime someone shares their beliefs, it's based on their beliefs and values, experiences, desires, or fears. And so it's interesting, I actually took time to just listen to everyone's viewpoint. And let me tell you why. I'm going to start off with the very first point that I wanna make about the situation. My first point is, I honestly believe that everyone is our teacher. Let me say that again. Everyone is our teacher. I first heard that from Florence Scovel Shin in her book, The Game of Life and How to Play It. I first stumbled upon that book, I believe like 19 years ago. Oh no. Oh yeah, maybe about 19 years. 18 years ago, something like that. And so it's been in my top three favorite books ever since then. And so the reason why I, I believe that that's important to know, everyone is our teacher. That means every experience can teach you something. Every experience can teach you something. Somebody can go and rob a bank right now and that can help you to either choose that that's something you want to do or you will choose not to do it. You could be at Denny's on Christmas Eve and see someone give a single mom waitress a $100 tip and that could help you choose that you wanna do something similar or choose not to do that thing. So I believe in the core of my heart that everyone is our teacher. Every situation, as a matter of fact, I'd rather learn from other people than some things go through myself to learn the lesson. Let me learn through another situation. So that's why I believe that's the good part of stuff like this is it brings about different conversations so that you can hear different viewpoints and so that you can choose for yourself. Okay, choose what? Choose how you would handle a situation like that. Choose how you want to even um, receive as it relates to the different viewpoints you choose to receive and reject. Because you will hear some viewpoints and you'll say, I don't agree with that at all. 
And then you'll hear other viewpoints where you're like, you know what? They have a good point. So what are some of the the, the view the viewpoints that's been circulating around the social medias and circulating around the water coolers at work or the lockers, locker rooms at school? So I believe uh, some of the viewpoints I've been hearing, I've been hearing that uh, there's basically either wills Smith side or Chris Rock side. Either it's Team Will or Team Chris. So some of the viewpoints have been, man. Oh, as a matter of fact, I heard a, a, a female comedian say that she was so proud that Will Smith stood up for his wife and that she wishes that she had a man that would stand up for her. So what is that based on? Okay. Obviously, that's based on her past experiences. Her, in her past experiences, she's never had someone stick up for her, especially a significant other or a spouse. So in her viewpoint, that was admirable. That was an act of bravery or courage. Then I've heard people who said that it was um, remarkable to watch Chris Rock continue to be a professional after something like that, obviously unexpected, happened like that right in the middle of his skit like for him to be able to just not only the show go the show goes on mentality but also like continuing to even make that vicious act part of the joke so to the point where some people originally didn't even know if that was scripted or not so there are people commending Chris Rock on just his professionalism and not doing what many people, even with just human nature, would want to do as far as, you know, fight back or, you know, say something on stage that would be ridiculing um, Will Smith. So he kept it professional, okay? Another thing that I heard floating around was that there were some people who felt that Will Smith should have his, um, well, two things. Number one, that possibly he should be prosecuted, you know, since that was considered assault. And then um, some people felt as if he should make a public apology to Chris Rock. Personally, since his apology didn't originally include Chris Rock. And then there were some people who even felt like maybe the award show should ban Will Smith from ever attending one of their shows in the future and possibly even taking his award from him, okay? Some type of reprimand. There are people who are expecting some type of reprimand. There are people who were offended that it happened on on TV and they had their children watching and so now they have to explain to their children that hitting is not a solution and so there were people who were angry that these there's some people who say that they are that they know that that's not the best way to resolve conflict, but yet he did that. And then right afterwards, got a standing ovation when he um, accepted his award. And then there were some people who were even like, how dare you get on there when you accepted your award and bring God into this or bring love into this when you literally just did the opposite act of that right before you walked up here. So felt that that was hypocritical. There were also some people who felt that Chris Rock took a low blow and that he should not have insulted Will Smith's wife uh, knowingly or unknowingly regarding her alopecia, which is um, 
a hair disease and so causes women or and men also to lose an extensive amount of hair and you know obviously as a woman she probably already had like bouts of crying and sadness or even um frustration at dealing with this and i think she just made it publicly known because obviously uh, jada smith has worn her hair short for a long time so the fact that now it's she's wearing it even lower some people just thought that she was doing it for style and beauty and, and, and making a statement and didn't even know it was associated with any type of um, uh, hair disease. So with that being the case, um, what do you think? You're hearing everything. You're hearing, and oh, and then you hear some people who say, he's a freaking comedian. Comedians make jokes. People, comedians definitely make jokes about people who are sitting close to the front row. So that's expected. Is it? Are we now at a point where comedians can't joke about anything? And then um, I think there was another female comedian that said now comedians have to be worried about not just hecklers, but people pulling a Will Smith in the audience. And if they say the wrong thing, the comedian has to be worried about somebody coming up from the audience to hit or punch or fight or even worse, you know, pull out a weapon. So it's just so many, it, it's brought up so many different conversations right now. And so it's going to allow you to make a choice. What did I say my first point was? Everyone is our teacher. So what are some of these viewpoints causing you to feel or choose for yourself as your, as your mindset, as your way of handling conflict or not handling conflict in a certain way? What does it cause, or has it caused you to even take a stand and, and, and stand for something as it relates to that? Maybe you hadn't thought of it before. You've never been in a situation like that, okay? And so let me go ahead and go to my second point. My second point is, oh gosh, this is so powerful. I don't know if I have the second point in my book, but I know that I say, this a lot. And I know I've said this in um, my program. So my second point is what is repressed will eventually be expressed. Okay. What is repressed will eventually be expressed. And usually when you repress something, when it, once it finally comes up to be expressed, it's usually expressed in an explosive way. Okay. And it's very important for you to know that because most people are walking around with repressed emotions being stored in their muscles, their central nervous system, in their mind. And so what happens is if, it is, if you don't have a, a, a routine where you re routinely release a lot of that, then eventually it will explode. When I do a technique called super, uh, synergistic kinesiology with muscle testing, that's actually what I do. I have the ability to test to see which emotions you have stored or locked in your muscles. And then we could find out the root cause and we could release it. And so it's a very powerful modality. And I'm always surprised, and obviously the clients are too, at the different things that come up. And these are things that come up that people are not consciously aware that is affecting them. Remember, subconscious means below consciousness. It means you're not thinking about it on a regular basis. So you think you let it go. Somebody made a comment, I believe, that Will is constantly at the butt end of jokes. 
regarding his wife and her actions and, and, and what she shared with the world and what he has been possibly dealing with with her um, with, with, within their relationship and within some of their conflicts that they're having. And in addition to what is let out for the public to become aware of and then make jokes on, especially, you know, obviously people behind the keyboard, they share exactly what they feel. So you're inundated with lots of ridicule and you, you're you aware of this. And so how do you manage it? How do you handle it? In addition to you having to resolve things at home with your spouse and with your family. So, so there's two parts to it. You have the public and its, uh, its effect that it's having on you and your emotions. And then you have the actual personal situations and, and people within your relationship that you have to resolve it with as well. So while he's processing all this, it, it, it well, put it this way, put it this way. What is repressed will eventually be expressed. So he hasn't been processing it. He does not have, that's what it shows me. It shows me that he does not have either a person or a method that is helping him to release those repressed emotions. Okay? He doesn't have a system. That's That was a display of the explosion. That was a, dis- it was on full on display. And that's why even in that situation to where your logical mind will, would tell you to relax, chill out. You, you, you're possibly about to get an award in a few minutes. Stay calm. That's what your logical mind would tell you, but he didn't act on logic. He acted on emotion and he acted on repressed emotions. Okay. So that's what you have to realize. And I always say there's many people who are walking around who are walking time bombs. You really are. You're walking around and you're walking time bomb. And either it's affecting your health in some way, or it's affecting your relationships, or it's 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 um, affecting your career, it's affecting your purpose in life, it's affecting your joy and peace, it's affecting you in some way. But because it's under the radar, we get so good at ignoring stuff, we get so good at pushing stuff down, and we or numbing it through drugs or alcohol or distraction or pornography or whatever the method is that people use to distract themselves. We get so good at that that we assume since the problem is no longer in front of our face or no longer in our conscious mind that it has been removed. And that is false. That that's a, we just witnessed it guys. That is false. And so he is not, he didn't experience anything that anybody listening right now is not capable of. Everybody that's a walking time bomb, time bomb is capable of pulling a Will Smith, as probably is now going to be called. And, and, and like I said, not always as it relates to conflict with another person. It can show up in so many different ways that are toxic. It can show up in so many different ways. So what is the key? Well, There's a lot of solutions, um, but I will give you a basic solution that's very, very, very helpful. Um, As a matter of fact, I'll I'll tell you an interesting story about it. The solution that I'm about to give that is, to me, a foundational solution is radical forgiveness. (sighs) 
the reason why radical forgiveness is important beca is because of the fact that there, forgiveness is a law. You've heard me say this before, it's a universal law. And so when you honor it, there's rewards. And when you don't honor it, there's consequences. So when you violate universal laws, there's always consequences. And so when I first found out about the universal law of forgiveness and, and knowing that it's actually a universal law and not just like a kind act, <laughs> like that's when it kind of opened my eyes to the fact that of, of its powers, very powerful. It's a powerful modality. It, it literally can reverse a disease, sickness or illness. Like the law of forgiveness is powerful. And so when I first realized how powerful it was, it was a practice that I would do probably once a month. I forgive way more than once a month now. I, I forgive quickly and I, and I release things a lot faster now because I know the ramifications if I don't. Okay, so it's a it's a quick way. Oh, but but let me say this before you forgive. Get mad first. Feel that emotion. So you have some people who will say, oh, it's all about feeling love, joy, peace, happiness, skittles, rainbows, gumdrops. And I don't believe that because I believe that that's just another form of repression because you still we are human beings, guys. We are supposed to feel emotions like we're supposed to feel it right while we can. We can feel emotions right now. So feel that emotion of anger first. Somebody freaking cut you off while you were driving, get mad. Say to yourself like, this made me feel blank. Yell it if you need to yell it. But then after that, now it's time to implement radical forgiveness and radical love towards yourself and the situation and let it go, okay? It's a very, very powerful act and it's the simplest thing you can do. It is a free, it's free. That's actually, <laughs> that's actually, uh, free can be good, but that's the bad part about free. You pay $10,000 for something, you value it. You pay $100,000 for something, you value it. You pay a million dollars for something, you value it. But all of a sudden, all of a sudden you something is available for you to access and it's free, then you don't tend to value it as much. You don't tend to think that it has the power that it does because you're like, it's free. And I've heard about this before. So it doesn't have, it no longer has its novelty. It's no longer new. Like it's old. I've heard it over and over and over again, but some of the most powerful techniques and tricks and secrets are ancient practices. Okay. They're ancient, but just because there's these new shiny things that people are telling you to do, and in most cases, those things don't have even a, a, an ounce of the power as the ancient, old, tried and true method. So I want to invite you to just forgive. Learn how to forgive quickly. Get mad first, then infuse the situation with radical forgiveness, radical love, and then let it go and feel like you're free from the situation. Walk away and feel like you're free. Feel the, the, the sense of relief. Because that's all we want to feel is we want 
to feel relief. So we are not in situations where we have to explode or feel like we're on the brink of exploding. That's not natural. That doesn't feel good because before the explosion happens, that means you are having inner turmoil. That means you're having this inner perpetual state of stress that you're locking your body and your emotions into. And that's not healthy. That causes sickness and disease and early death, premature death. We don't want that. That is not leaving a legacy to our kids and our community when we have premature death. And it happens to people all the time. It happens to celebrities all the time. Enough is enough. Until next time, guys, R3 for live. Bye.